If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hello, everybody. Today I'm here with Yemi Arunzi. Thank you for being here, Yemi. Hi, Tammy. It's great to be here. It is is so awesome to be able to talk to you. I love the way you have just come in and you are in charge. So you're the Davis County... GOP chair. Yes, absolutely. Tell us, tell us about it so far, and tell us how you got here. Yeah, it's it's been amazing. It's been really, really amazing to um, be out there, um, network with Republicans from Davis County, um, elect- elected officials, and people who are just like you know who influence a lot of policy within Davis County and in Utah overall, right? And it's been it's been an amazing experience, and 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 just to kind of chat about my how I got here really is. I I moved to Utah about four years ago, and um, I met my wife out here in Utah. And I was living in DC at the time, and came out to Utah for a, like a football game, BYU football game. And BYU, I met, it's yeah, magical. yeah. <laughs> and and I met her out there, and we were dating long distance. And um, you know, initially the plan was sort of, you know, we would continue living in, in, in we would move out to DC and live out there. And you know, then the pandemic happened, and you know, I woke up one morning and I was in Bountiful, Utah. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, her, her, she's from Davis County. Her family's from here, and we want we wanted to be closer, close to her family, and and you know, we moved to Utah. And Utah has always been an amazing state. I've always heard about Utah, and you know, working in politics and in the Republican sphere. In in when I was in Massachusetts and in D.C., Utah was a place that. Um, Every Republican talked about as a, as a Republican stronghold and a conservative state and thriving state. So um, it wasn't a hard sell at all. I, I, I loved hearing about Utah and Utah has been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I love that you're here and, and the story of meeting your wife at a BYU game is awesome. Yeah. That's, that's a total <laughs> classic Utah story. Yeah. So <laughs> completely awesome. Yeah. Um, your speech at the uh, caucus convention yeah. was incredible. I it was honestly so inspiring to me. And will you tell us a little bit about kind of your your family history? I loved what you said. I loved your passion for America. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So my so I was born in New York originally, and um, after New York, I mean, about four years old. So my my parents came out to the United States for 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 college. So you know, after they were done four years, and they decided to move back. And my parents really they loved their experience here in America, but. You know, they were from Nigeria and they wanted to go back home, take what they learned mm-hmm. to make Nigeria a better place. Fantastic. Um, so they, we all moved back as a family. And my father, you know, started a small business. Then he went into politics, right? And because he had been, he had gathered so many tapes, recorded tapes of Ronald Reagan, um, you know, uh, JFK, he had recorded all these tapes and taken it back home with him to Nigeria. To Nigeria. And he would like, put it on and watch it all the time. And as a kid, it was so boring to like look at it. You know, people just (laughs) talking on TV. (laughs) Yeah. 
but I kept, you know, but at least I, I could, I was picking up a few things. Like things were becoming familiar to me at a very young age. And he went into politics, ran for Senate in Nigeria, um, and he won his election. Really? Yeah, he won it. And, you know, li life was great. Life was amazing. And then there was a military coup in Nigeria and they just overtook the whole democratically elected government. And that was just a terrible time for me as a child, just knowing that, you know, you could feel the, the, tension, the tension and the and stress. The yeah, everything. And we were driving from place to place, like just trying to find a safe place to, to stay. And, you know, you know, I think about my, my dad back then, probably in his early thirties or so, and having to just move your family to like a hotel or like a, you know, uh, a remote location just to be safe. Right. And, um, you know, all that happened. And, and I, I just, in a in convention, I mentioned this and I said that, um, the most memorable moment for me was one night, particular night we drove, just my dad just got in, grabbed all of us and we were driving and driving and we got to the only place that we could go to was the American embassy, right? We it was drove. Safe. Oh, yeah. It gives and, me chills listening to your story. Yeah, and, and that was because I was an American citizen, right? Like mm -hmm. not because he was, right? Because his children were, and just by nature of that, right? He had that protection, right? And oh, that's right. That was so like impactful for me to think about as an adult now, and and knowing how much America means to our family and means to me, and the opportunity that I have just because I'm, you know, I was born here, right? Yummy. That's really in. That's incredible. Yeah. So you were able to go to the embassy, yeah. and they were able to give you safe protection. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they were able to, you know, kind of like just reset, right? Mm -hmm. Like just, um, okay, you're an American citizen. What do you want to do? Like, how can we help? Right. That's incredible. Um, so, so that was a really great experience for uh, for our family, and um, you know, and you know, my, we we eventually stayed in Nigeria and kind of um, until I was about seventeen years old. And okay. My father sent me off to Boston to go to college. To go to, <laughs> yeah, so be so, yeah. educated in America. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. have that opportunity. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, did your dad? Did he stay involved in politics or not? He, I guess, he couldn't. Well, right? yeah. Or so was he able to? Yeah. So during that period, he he wasn't able to. So he had to, you know, when things kind of settled down, he had a small business that he he was kind of went back to do. And then when things settled down, the military eventually turned over. Mm -hmm. You know, handed the keys back to a democratic government um he went back into politics really? so went into you know the federal level the house of representatives and he was doing that you know as a you know for his career like doing both right working um in the private sector and also being in government and he did that for a very long time and recently he just re he retired so really? yeah so he's still in nigeria but um i try you know we talk once in a while and that is absolutely yeah. incredible yeah. To see that you, you've you seen it. You know how much our freedoms mean. You know what America means. Being in a country that didn't have the same protections. Yes. Yeah. It, you know, I, I, I've, I've come to love uh, Justice Scalia. He's someone that I just read about and just try to learn his, you know, the, his, his history and um, how, you know, he got to, he became a justice and a lot of his, you know, writings and his, you know, his thought processes. And, you know, one of the things that he said was, um, you know, every, you know, he talked about the Bill of Rights, talked about the Constitution, all that stuff, um, and um, the amendments. But one thing that he said is like, you know, what makes America great? He asked that question. And he said, is it because America is free? Is Are we the most freest country in the world? It's like, no, not necessarily, right? Because 
if if you want to be the most freest country in the world, you probably won't have any laws, and you can do whatever you want to do, and that's <laughs> take, probably take freedom yeah, to the extreme. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And he's like, "Is it because we're the most beautiful country?" It's like, no, that's not it. Um, pound for pound or acre for acre, Switzerland is way more beautiful than that's the United States. That's the first States. country that came to my mind. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, and and it was like, are we the you know the most powerful country? Do we have the the biggest military? Is that why we're the greatest? It's like, well, if that's the case, you know, we're probably, you know, th- if that's the case, then Russia would be number two or China would be number two, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's not what makes America great. Those are good things to have. But what makes us great is the ability to have, you know, is the people in America. It's the fact that we are a caring society. We are a giving society. And we have this, um, three systems of government that all keep one another in check. True. Um, you know, checks and balances and, you know, every country has a bill of rights, right? And, right. you know, they have one in Russia, I'm sure. And, you know, obviously we have one, but really what makes it different is that we have the three levels of government, the ju- judiciary, the executive of, executive branch and the legislature, um, which, you know, they all, you know, in, in terms argue mm-hmm. and they all quote unquote fight to keep one another um, in check. And, and you know when you look at the division in Congress, or you look at a division between the legislature, legislative branch, and the executive branch, and some you know the the argument, argumented, argumentative nature is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. And makes us better. Yeah, exactly. And that's what makes us what makes us as Americans. That's what makes us great. And I always put that to heart. And I and I always think about it like all these countries they write up draft constitutions, but really no one keeps anyone in check, right? It's true. So. And our constitution has endured hundreds of years. Yes. And and it is the best form of government absolutely. in the world. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely true. And I really want, well, September is Constitution Month. Yeah. Governor Cox just uh, declared Utah as um, September Constitution Month. Caseville City is going to adopt a resolution as well. And hopefully all the other cities will. And mm. just help us to remember how important that is and the value and the protections and the balance that that provides for us is incredible. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's that's something that I, you know, for our, our children and, you know, kids in school, um, that's something that should really be highlighted. I, I know that, you know, I I didn't go to high school in America in, in the US, but you know, from what I've heard and from what I've seen, you know, we've sort of seen sort of like and I don't know if it's if it's always happened or, you know, just by nature of, you know, kids being kids, there's so many things that distract, you know, kids nowadays, <laughs> right, with, you know, with the internet and all that. But, you know, that's something I wish that we could really highlight in, in schools and, you know, highlight the Constitution, highlight what makes America great, make it proud to, you know, make everyone proud and that pride in, in singing the national anthem, standing up for the national anthem. And, you know, it's, it's you know, it's not just like, for instance, standing up for the national anthem isn't just something we do because it's the procedure, right? I think right. it's just that innate respect for and love for the for your country, right? It's and true. It's just like you know, it, you know, they, they always told me when I was younger, it's like never shake a man or a woman when you you know sitting down, like you know, stand up and shake that individual, and it's it's not because I. You know, it's illegal to sit down and shake someone, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's but it's you know, respect. It's respect, exactly, and and I think that's something that I would really love that we can really bring back that love and that American exceptionalism because I I really really appreciate it. And Constitution 
day um and you know looking forward to that and seeing what what you know what events and you know we have in in different cities in davis county as well so you know yummy listening to your speech at the convention made me reminded me how proud i am to be an american yeah because honestly it's just it's one thing to to get up and say you know i'm really good at this i'm a good organizer blah 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 but it's another thing to say i love america i love america i love our government i love Everybody here, I love the fact that we can have healthy debates and we can do it in a way that <clears throat> works for everybody yeah. and we can disagree. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was so inspiring to, to hear to hear your passion for that. And yeah. so thank you for sharing that because I, I think people, you know, they get disenfranchised, um, especially the young adults right now. You know, they look around and everyone's a millionaire on TikTok and social media. And I, they just think that, you know, it, everything just they're entitled to it, mm-hmm. number one, and that it's so easy. Yeah. And then when it doesn't happen, they get so discouraged. Yeah. <sighs> Instead of realizing, back in the old days, yeah. you know, not too long ago, we actually would work for things. Yeah. We would work our way <laughs> so, up and we would we would put in the time and we would take take the time to learn the job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the expectation wasn't this, you owe me this. Yeah. It was, boy, the sacrifices that came before me have been earned. Yes. And so I have to earn my place. Yeah. And that's what I just really loved about Everything that you're doing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and I think that I have a profound respect for those who were here before us, before me, that, you know, because of them, America is the way it is today, right? They fought for it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, think of like World War II, all those veterans that, you know, went out there and fought that never came back. Um, they sacrificed a lot so that we can have what we have today. And... You know, that was one of the reasons I, I went, I worked for the Department of Veterans Affairs um, when I, my time in D.C. and had the opportunity to do that. And because, and I learned a lot about the history of, you know, you know I think that's something that we all learned too growing up. But I learned. You saw it firsthand. I saw, yeah, exactly. I, I got to meet veterans just going across the country, meeting different veterans from different generations and um, and just respecting what they did for for our country and really respecting that I, I think we've nowadays we're sort of look you know we look back at history and sometimes you want to criticize some of the things that may have happened or some of um you know maybe cu- some you know part of our culture or whatever it is and you know hindsight is twenty twenty right we're right, here absolutely. today but you know just looking at their courage um, bravery back then in, in in you know when throughout the history of America and really paying respect for that and making sure that we do our own part for those that are coming up, you know, ahead of us. And, um, I heard this, um, I was, I was just browsing social media before I, before we had this and someone made a comment that we're sort of like the last generation that knew what it was like without social media. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so all these things, like we just have to, you know, do our own path, um, part and just try to make sure that, um, we maintain what our forefathers and, you know, our grandparents, great-grandparents have all done. Right. Um, and it's all about sacrifice and time. So let's talk a little bit about your service as yeah. the Davis County GOP chair. People have no idea yeah. how much work is involved, Demi. <laughs> Even the other day when we were talking, you were telling me or telling my husband, it's a weekly. Oh, yeah. It's a weekly experience. It's not just show up twice a year. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I, and and you know this as, you know, being a mayor as well. And, you know, the, the position as, uh, as chair of the Davis County Republican Party is, um, it's very busy. There's a lot of things to do. I, I think it's, it's truly a full, another full-time job and you have to manage a lot. You have to manage a lot of 
personality is good or bad. I mean, either way, right? You have mm -hmm. to manage um, the expectations because at the end of the day, you know, voters, um, Republicans in Davis County, they don't care about, um, you know, um, they don't care about all the, you know, the fancy stuff and all that stuff. At the end of the day, they just want to know that the Republican Party is strong, that events are being held and mm -hmm. communication is out there. So at the, at, the, at the very baseline, I want to be a great administrator. I want to be a great administrator for the Republicans in Davis County and make sure that um, that mandate that um, the, 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 the voters and the and Republicans have, that we're able to really push that and, and, and leave all the noise behind. I, I think it's, it's very important. And we have so many things um, coming up. We, we, we know that Davis County is, is red. Um, it's it's a Republican stronghold, and you know our neighbors, you know, um, up north um, in Weber County, they have lost some some seats to Democrats, and mm -hmm. obviously we know Salt Lake County being another purple um, county, so we are bordered by um, right. some uh, a lot of um, you know things that we're seeing. So we want to make sure um, first and foremost that we're able to keep Davis County red, and we have a lot of people that are working with us, volunteers that I. Absolutely, I'm very, very happy to have and proud of that. Just drop everything that they're doing to come and help the party, and they're not getting paid for it. Right. And and everyone's just self sacrifice and coming in to to do the best for our community. It is really neat to see. I mean, you've I've been with you setting up the night before a convention <clears throat> and getting there early the next day and staying all day. I mean, I've seen all the time, and and it's totally volunteer. Yeah. And what's amazing about it is even. With as much effort and time and and planning and organization, it's still things are criticized, <laughs> and and you know and often by people who just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I kind of go. It makes me go back to okay. Well, you know, if you have something to say, get mm -hmm. involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I really encourage people to do that, and I really respect people who do. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Get involved is it, it is the word I. You know, many a times we've had events and you're the first person to show up. You're the last person to leave. And, you know, <laughs> my wife is getting, you know, close, you know, impatient by the day. Right. Well, you've got, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, have a little one, a little 18 one month at old. Home, yes. And, you know, there's no, there's no crying in politics, like they say, but, um, but it's, it's fun at the end of the day. Like, it it's is. great to see the fruits of your labor when you, you know, when you see that, um, you know, the Republican slates within Davis County all cleaning house and mm -hmm. we're able to have like special elections and it goes smoothly and you see the families after you know they come up and they thank you for making the process um good for them we just finished had our you know barbecue the other day mm -hmm. uh, summer successful. barbecue and it was you know very su successful our lincoln club did a great job an amazing job i you know they worked tirelessly throughout the the months uh to set that up for us and you know we got a lot of good donations from the community which is going to help us, you know, run more more projects and help more candidates, et cetera. And yeah, get involved. And it's it's not easy. And it's I, I think it's easy to criticize. And I, I welcome criticism, um, you know, that's that's helpful. That's constructive, yeah, very right? Con yeah, that's, constructive criticism. I absolutely welcome that. And good or bad, um, I, I think I always take that in. And I, I my thing is when I was running for this position and I was calling delegates, um, calling every single night, every single evening and afternoon. Um, I, I told them that, you know, communication was going to be huge for, for me and I want to open the lines of communication and I, and the things that I, 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 you know, I promised or that I said I, I would, you know, strive to do 
No, that those are things that we're we're working on tirelessly for for everyone. Yeah. Well, and you guys are making great efforts already. Yeah. I mean, just the the emails that come through, and just the openness, and and just the ability to like communicate so that everyone's on the same page and they're organized. Because yeah. we have so much information coming at us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all of us that yeah. it's easy to forget things. Yes. <laughs> and so it is really nice. You've got a great team. Mm, yes. And I think that. Um, the people that are still involved that were on pre- the previous team are also exceptional. Yeah. So I'm just grateful for those that have come before mm-hmm. and, and what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's a huge shout out to Daniela Harding, who was the, the previous chair. And, you know, after the election, she came up to me and she's like, Yemi, whatever you need, I will give it to you. Um, and we had a really great conversation and she handed over piles and piles of documents and She's paperwork so organized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um and i have all of that too today and um and it's been great i think they've been you know we we were left in a great financial position um so that we could do some really great fun fun projects and also keep working on on fundraising and i think that's something that i you know as a chair you know that's what i want to focus on and that's what i've been focusing on primarily and then letting the, the team you know do other things you know scott liz justin um are, do amazing amazing to you know get the day-to-day task in order and while i can go out there and focus on just fundraising so um it's it's been great yeah. well yummy thank you so much for your service yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been fun and i look forward to all the great things coming up because there's going to be a lot yes. oh i was going to ask you before we go how do you feel about the uh State Republican Party choosing the caucus system to nominate the president. Yes. That's sort of been in the news. Well, it's been in the news a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, Rob, Rob Axon, uh, the state party chair, first of all, I just want to say, like, he's been doing an amazing job um, with all the 29 county uh, chairs. You know, he's opened that line of communication. Um, it is going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a lot of phone calls and a lot of email messages from constituents in Davis County. I've gotten them as well yeah. in Caseville as the Caseville mayor. People, yeah. people want me to step in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please pass this over. Like pass them over to me. I, I okay. need to see them. Um, but um, it's going to be very interesting. I think that um, you know Rob has a reason for making that decision, and I I think and I I haven't. You know he's gonna he's scheduling some time to talk to all of us the the county chairs, but I, I believe that one of his reasons is because he recognizes the importance of the caucus system, mm-hmm. and he wants to ensure and empower that caucus system as well. So I think it's going to be incumbent on all the county chairs to make sure caucus twenty twenty four is well run, and we don't have long lines. We don't have you know. Um, craziness going around like everything is smooth so people walk in there and they can just get the the um the county and the caucus business done and then go home back to their families and in, in the you know in the evening and not keep people there for too long so i think it's a, you know what rob is doing i i trust rob 100 percent and um and i know this is all to empower the caucus system and i will i'm gonna we're gonna do everything that we can to make sure davis county is all set and we um I actually had a meeting about it last night um, oh, with our you? team and we have all the schools. So like, you know, shout out to the Davis School District as well. They've been very, very um, accommodating to oh, help good. us get those, you know, locations scheduled. So I want to say a big thank you to them as well. And we're going to we're going to make this um, very seamless for everyone. And so March 5th, um, just want to put a plug out there. Um, the list, your, you know, just a plug to all the 
Republicans in Davis County, we do have the locations set. So we'll be sending out a lot of that information to our pre to your precinct chairs and vice chairs. Those are the individuals that are going to be running caucus. And um, we're going to um, have all of that in place. And we're going to have signs out, you know, prior to caucus, make sure that we people know exactly where they need to go to. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be absolutely a lot of fun. So there'll be a lot yeah. of energy. Yeah. So one question that I, I keep hearing is, is it going to be a secret ballot or a roll call? Yeah. Kind of. Or has that been decided yet? No, not yet. So, okay. yeah. So Rob's Rob's planning to give us all the details okay. on that. And, and we'll we'll share that the minute we, we know. And we're going to need everyone's help <laughs> we on are, this it's one. It's going to be a big deal, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah, because I know the last time it happened was 2016, I believe. And, um, and a lot of the feedback I've been getting was, you know, there were some long lines and there were some, you know, all that. So we're going to really try our best to mitigate a lot of those, um, you know, unforced um, errors and, and make sure it's seamless. And because at the end of the day, we want to make Carcass a welcoming and invite, mm -hmm. inviting environment for families, for, you know, for anyone that's going to show up. And if they're going to leave dinner time to come over to exercise their rights. We want to make it seamless and, and easy. So, um, yeah. Well, the, the conventions are always really interesting and fun. Yeah. And this one will be incredibly <laughs> interesting and fun. So if you're a delegate, especially, make sure that you pay attention to that date. Oh, yeah. Because we need people. Absolutely. We and, need people to show up. Yeah, and we need, and, you know, there are going to be, you know, they're going to be selecting your, you know, um, delegates, county and state delegates during that period. And um, we need people to come out to participate and because you, the delegates and the precinct chairs, you represent your community and right. your precinct and it's through you how, you know, your voices, through those individuals, your voices are, are heard and, and, and it's very important. So, yeah. Well, and it's last time around, the, I mean, some of the precincts had six people and some had 40 people yeah. and some had three. Yeah. And so just really, we need neighborhoods, mm -hmm. we need people voters to come yeah. out and, and, and that's the key and, and and that's what i believe rob why rob may be doing this as well is you know we want more people out there mm -hmm. and we want to give them a great experience right. and and if, a reason to yeah, do it a which reason is to do it as well yeah come on out them. yeah come on out it's going to be fun and and you know we get to, you get to meet your neighbors and uh yeah Right. It's yeah. what our parents used to do. Yeah. I remember my parents going to neighborhood caucus meetings. Absolutely. And they were in someone's house. <laughs> and so, so March 5th. March 5th, yes. Okay, March 5th. Yes. And and we have, so 2024 is going to be, I mean, it's going to be really wild. Like we <laughs> it's going to be yeah, fun. Buckle so, up for sure. Yeah. So February 24th, we have our Lincoln Day dinner. Okay. And we're working tirelessly right now to, you know, secure a really nice um, uh keynote speaker so that's an amazing date that we have also coming and and then we have our county convention which is also going to happen in april so 2024 is going to be it's going to be fire it's going to yeah. be fun to, yeah, and to be involved be, will be awesome yes because there'll be so many reasons to really let your voice and your vote count yeah so absolutely it'll be awesome absolutely. thanks yummy you're welcome to all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.